The Heather McCoy Show. Welcome back to The Heather McCoy Show. Our guest for the middle segment is Chicago activist Tom Tischer, who has exposed all the TIF money being siphoned off to various big interests in the city of Chicago while Mayor Rahm Emanuel pleads poverty when negotiating contracts for the teachers union, for example. Tom is also one of the activists highlighted in the most recent uh, issue of The Nation magazine. Welcome to the show, Tom. Uh, thank you, Heather. It's a, it's a pleasure to uh, speak to you and your listeners. Yeah, it's uh, nice to have you. Uh, frequent listeners to the show know what a, a TIF is because of our previous guest, Noel DeMoss, and I talk about how TIFs are used so politicians can say that there's no additional tax revenue being used to fund X new sports stadium, or as we were talking about earlier in the segment, to have um, these development agencies just like siphon off the money and then vote on a stadium with no public oversight, like what happened with the Atlanta Falcons stadium. Uh, for those just tuning in, what is a TIF and how did they start? Well, they stand for it's TIF, Tax Increment Financing. And it was started in California in the 70s. And now these tools are in every state but two. And essentially, it works like this. Um, a developer wants to build a project, such as a drugstore or, or, or a housing project or something of that nature, and wants to do it in a community that's, that's called blighted. So blighted is a, is a loaded word, and probably could have a whole show on who blighted who. But, <laughs> um, but let's say through redlining or other practices um, of disinvestment, a community is really not um, favorable to a bank and would say to you, Mr. Developer, uh, you know, if you want to put your mall or your, or, your, or your store there, it's going to fail because those poor people in that blighted community aren't going to rent your property. They're not going to go to your store, et cetera. So we really can't make money available to you except at very high rates. So you, the developer, goes to the local city. It's always a city that's ended up these things and says, I need help. Give me some money or land or both, and, and that will help me do my project. These gifts are no strings attached. So if the city says to you, Miss Developer, yes, here's $2 million, go build your shopping mall or your project in that blighted community, um, you, you, you do that, you break ground, and what happens is inside the TIF district that's created for 23 years, all new property taxes that are created from that day forward are not sent to the units of government that normally collect property taxes. And yeah. I mean, you, you, that's usually your schools, your police, your city, you know, your libraries, you know, basically everything in, you know, in your city that uses property taxes. Those units of government do not, repeat, do not get those increments. Those increments go into essentially a slush fund, basically controlled by the mayor of that city, to be used for future projects. And it's usually very opaque, hard to follow. But in Chicago, just to give people a sense of, 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 of what we're talking about, uh, we have 158 TIF districts that cover about 32% of the city. And in 2012, they, they spun off about $457 million in property taxes. And that means that that's, that means that's a half a billion dollars of property taxes that did not go to the city, the county, the Board of Education, et cetera. And what happens to that money is it pops up in funky projects, like $11 million to Walmart to build a shopping center down in the Pullman District and yeah. many other examples. So that's kind of it in a, 
in a normal leaf nutshell. One of the things that you stated was that a TIF captures incremental uh, property taxes above when a district is created. The baselines for year zero that are used for this TIF district when it's created, are they ingested for inflation or does that not, is that not <laughs> part of the equation? <laughs> not in Chicago, they're not. Oh, wow. In some places in America, they are. In some places, local school districts have been exempted, so they're not harmed by tips as much as they are in Chicago and other places. Yeah. But in Chicago, it's a flat. There is no adjustment for inflation. And so what happens is in some communities, in some areas of the city, where there's been a lot of development coincidental to the tip, these tip districts can capture up to 85% and more of all the property taxes generated inside the tip. So it leads to... Um, a conundrum where, the, as you pointed out in your intro, uh, the mayor is pleading poverty and says that we're broke and is using that as a cover to cut essential services, including 50 public schools. But yet, at the end of 2011, uh, there was $1.7 billion, repeat, $1.7 billion in our property taxes paid by the good people of Chicago in the tip bank accounts. Mm-hmm. What does the mayor want to do with the $1.7 million billion? I know he wanted to build a DePaul basketball arena for a team that only <laughs> averages about 3,000 in attendance. Um, and yes. then he said no to Tom Ricketts and the Cubs improvements. Yes. So if you're a friend of the mayor um, or a campaign contributor, it's possible you know, to get at the front of the tip line. Um, so we have a long list of, of, of major corporations that have received tip money. Uh, including UPS, United Airlines, Coors Miller, Coca-Cola, the people that bought the Sears Tower, UPS, Target, Home Depot, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. It goes on and on. Yeah. And the latest, as you mentioned, uh, strange uh, recipient of public money is DePaul University, the largest Catholic in, uh, college in America, where I think the tuition is about $25,000. And, um, yeah, their team is lackluster, to say the least. Um, and the plan is to give the DePaul project about a total of $120 million of public money. 55 would be from um, the TIF funds. And um, you would have a, an arena and a hotel. And we think that that's actually a cover for the future casino that the mayor desperately wants yeah. to build in, in Chicago. How did a Toyota dealership get $8.5 million from the TIF fund? <laughs> that's oh, just weird. You, you, you picked my favorite story, Heather. That, oh. That's in my community. That's literally a five-minute walk from my house. It's the hottest retail district in Chicago, perhaps, because there's a new Apple store literally across the street. Um, you know, uh, Steppenwolf Theater, the world-famous Tony Award-winning theater, is about a block away from uh -huh. this blighted district. So um, Toyota, the grocery moved about seven or eight blocks from their former home. When they sold their former property that where they were, they sold it to JDL Development uh, for, for about a gazillion dollars. Because it was in the heart of Old Town, a very um, funky, good, great neighborhood in, in the city, uh -huh. where Second City is located. <clears throat> JDL Development, I should say, parenthetically, is also in line to get $26 million in TIF funds for building a luxury high-rise across the street from Lincoln Park. But that's another story. So um, uh, Toyota moves, as I say, about eight or nine blocks to a, to a very hot neighborhood where there was a warehouse building that they turned into a headquarters. They got $8.5 million. 
courtesy of the former alderman of that ward. Her name is Vi Daly. No relationship to former mayor Daly. <clears throat> and um, the person that shepherded that piece of uh, tiftum through uh, city council <clears throat> was uh, someone who worked for Tony Resco. And as you know, Tony Resco, or you, you may have heard of him as, as, as being part of a giant scandal that, un, that unseated our former governor, sent him to jail. So, um, and Alderman Daly received $1,500 in campaign contributions from that gentleman. That's yeah. Like, that's uh, obvious. So there's, I think that's your answer. Uh, you know, Grossinger Auto invests $1,500 in a campaign contribution, and they get $8.5 million help them build their new uh, dealership. Pretty good investment. Pretty good investment. Um, how did the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, what was the pretext in giving them TIF money? And more importantly, how are they shamed into giving it back? Well, um, so now you're into the, the, the whole issue of corporate welfare in America. TIFs are only one way that we shower money on, on large corporations. We, we also do that through, through tax forgiveness or tax breaks. Uh -huh. That's where a company doesn't have to pay the tax they normally should pay, which means that the rest of us have to pay more or we have to cut something. And in the state of Illinois, according to Good Jobs First, another great uh, organization that investigates these matters, uh, corporations in Illinois got about $1.5 billion in tax breaks. That's money that they're not paying that we you know, have to make up another way. So tips are part of that larger issue of corporate uh, blackmail where a corporation would say, we will leave your city, we will leave your state, or we won't come to your state unless you bribe us. So tips are just part of that larger problem. And in Chicago, you've got the Hyatt Hotels getting $5.2 million to build a hotel in the heart of Hyde Park within a few blocks of the University of Chicago, where I'm sure that hotel will be very successful anyway. Yeah, so beggars imagination. So the, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what the what the economic rationale is for showering hundreds of millions of dollars on companies to do what they're supposed to do anyway. What areas of the city of Chicago are being underfunded due to the tiffs taking from the top of the till? Oh, I just want to ask what answer your your prior question. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the, how how the Chicago Mercantile was shamed was because of a group called the Grassroots Collaborative. <clears throat> painted the toilet bowl, they got a toilet bowl, they painted it gold, and they took it down to the lobby of the Merck and shamed them into, into uh, not taking the full $14 million. Oh, that's uh, so good. So they were publicly shamed and, and were embarrassed. So the areas in, in, in the city that are, that are suffering are your typical areas of color. Englewood, Woodlawn, areas that have been um, uh, disinvested and, 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 and redlined for decades. Um, in the case of Woodlawn, it's uh, bordered by the University of Chicago, which is a really bad neighbor to that community for decades. Um, when the Olympics were being proposed here in Chicago a few years ago, um, an effort that I vigorously opposed, uh, the University of Chicago started buying up land around Washington Park, where the main stadium was going to be. So um, the areas that need infusion of, of imagination and cash for, 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 for what I would call sustainable grassroots economic development are not getting them. Instead, we're showering hundreds of millions of dollars on wealthy developers and large corporations to, to, to do what they should be doing anyway. You know, Target gets money. You know, it's like, well, these, these large companies don't put a store 
without careful examination of all the demographics of that location. And they won't put a store somewhere where they're not going to make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So this is a problem all over America. I would say, you know, to all your listeners and all your policymakers out there, stop bribing corporations to do what they're supposed to do, which is to take risk and make profit if they're successful in their, you know, in their endeavors. Yeah, for those listening who might wonder how much of their home city is carved up into a TIF district, how do you did you go through all the city documents to find all the TIFs in Chicago? Oh, oh my goodness, uh, we're doing this right now. It's so funny, you know. As you call, I'm setting up a crowdsourced investigation, um, which, which actually anyone in America can 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 access. So if I email you a link and you put it on your website, and maybe even some of your listeners, no matter where they are can help us answer that very question here in Chicago. Um, but it's not easy. So what we have are um, essentially the PDFs of uh, 158 TIF um, districts, which, of course, as you know, for, for those data nerds out there, you know, a PDF is not manipulable. You can't, you know, you can't work with it. You've got to read it, extract information into a spreadsheet, and then you can do something with it, you know. So that's how Chicago rolls. They make it very hard for us to answer these questions. But the TIF Illumination Project here at the Civic Lab, and I can say parenthetically that the Civic Lab is a new nonprofit uh, storefront space in Chicago's West Loop. It's um, a co-working space for civic innovators, organizers, and educators where we're going to do this kind of work and um, other kinds of projects. Um, But we have uh, used some data mining tools, some graphic design, and other um, ways of uh, manipulating data to try to explain all this stuff to people, you know, in, in a powerful way. So if people go to tiffreports.com, they can see what I'm talking about, um, um, the, the, the graphic posters that we produce that explain all this. Oh, okay. So that's tiffreports.com? Yeah. And then if it, people want to get more information on you since we are run out, running out of time, what's your website? It's um, civiclab.us. Uh-huh. And I'm at Tom, T-O-M, at civiclab.us. And we'd be happy to talk to people around the country on on what we call um, data liberation, um, match that bite, and other ways to, to do creative civic engagement um, using the arts and technology. That's awesome. Um, my, I would love to, we're running out of time, but I would love to have you back on to talk about how you, uh, killed the Chicago Olympic bid and what was the bid entailing? Because great story. It is. Yeah, it, great it, story. it does sound like a the great story. The longest fight I've ever I've ever done with with our colleagues here in Chicago. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great story for another time, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Tom Tishner, he is uh, founder at tomtishner.com, and the the website again is civ, uh, civil. Is it civicslab.us? Civic C I V I C Civic Lab, and it's Tresser, oh, C R E S S E R Tom Tresser. Tom Tresser. Tresser.com is my personal website. Tresser. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being on the show, and we'll have to get you back in the coming weeks to talk about how you killed the Olympic bid because that's awesome. <laughs> so this is <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. This is the McCoy Show.